Welcome to Tote the Mail Podcast. I'm Kevin, your host. On today's show with A.M. Brooks and White Lightning, we discuss the Real New Rule 2.0, the NBA restarting, and for our fantasy topic, we discuss between Dynasty Leagues and Restart Leagues. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Tilt the Mill Podcast. I'm Kevin, your host, along with A.M. Brooks. And Ryan, a.k.a. White Lightning. Okay, fellas. So, our first topic for today is the Rooney Rule 2.0 slash the onside kick rule. Who would like to go first? Go ahead, Ryan. You got it. All right. Um, I don't have too much thoughts on this, but something that kind of stuck out to me uh, being brought up on the first take is uh, Byron Leftwich uh, still goes unpromoted. And basically, I think it was Stephen A. was talking about it. He's, he, he doesn't like the idea of it. He just uh, he thinks implementing the rule will add more promotions to uh, people of color, so to say, as far as coaches, offensive coordinators. And right now, currently, we only have three African-American coaches in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my research led me to in the past three in the past three seasons, there's been 19 head coaching openings and only two were filled were hired for an African-American coach in a league that is 68% African-American. Um, even back in 2003, the Detroit Lions, who did hire an African-American coach, they were, I think his name was Mitten. I can't remember. Or Mullen, I think. Um, he was actually Jim Caldwell. You no, know, Jim Caldwell was a, that was the coach. I'm talking about the GM. The GM was actually personally fined over two hundred thousand dollars because of this rule. And then they had threatened the actual team that the next fine was going to be over half a million. I personally, you know, I personally don't necessarily like the rule. I mean, I understand why it's there. I mean, all I got to do is look at the numbers, 68% black, but you only got three coaches. Um, and one, I saw one report where it, it basically baffled me. It kind of it kind of got under my skin, me being an African-American person. It compared, it said basically that the Rooney Rule is slightly working because it compared to the NCAA. The NCAA is one of the worst <laughs> when it comes to how many players are African-American in, in the same right as how many coaches. So I, I really don't, I don't like that comparison at all. I mean, it, it really upset me. It's like, okay, we're doing better than this entity, so it must be working. Man, um, 
I just think, man, with the, I know we have a lot more going on in the world with the recent killing of policemen, but um, this rule, me personally, I don't agree with it, but I see some incentives that sounds good. Uh, like Mike Tomlin said, he likes to rule, but he is he's one of three coaches in the NFL. And plus, he played, I mean, he works for the rule league. So, of course, he's going to have to like because to me, he <laughs> works for them, even though they implementing this rule. And he also works for the team that never changes coaches. So, if you get that gig, you're automatically 10 years in, no matter if you win or lose. He already won a title. So, he's going to finish out his team. Right. Yeah. You know, if not his career. They, they said it in. It, it, it improved the draft picks. Um, Marvin Lewis don't like it. He said it's, it's offensive like Jim Crow laws. Even Tony Dunning doesn't like it. He said it, it's rewarding people for doing the right thing. I mean, to me, you shouldn't be rewarded for doing the right thing. If you feel a candidate is, to me, regardless of what color their skin is, if they can do the job, they should be able to get the job. You know what I mean? But I do, see, I, it's like, I understand too from a business owner, if you have your own business, you, you can't, <laughs> because of what ratio you're trying to get, you can't t- tell people how to run your business. But, I mean, you can call you can I mean, call it what it is. It's basically a way where the league can't get sued. Basically, the example is, is I'm a great coach. Maybe I did my thing in college. I won a few championships. There's no reason why I don't get hired. And I interview for eight teams and I don't get hired. Basically, you cannot sue the NFL because they can point at this rule. And that's why it's in place. Yeah. I mean, that's one example. I, uh, go ahead. I'm the, I was just saying that's why it's just like one, ex- one example is like last, last year when Jerry Jones hired a new coach, um, Mike McCarthy. He knew, to me, he already knew who he wanted, but he had to get Marvin Lewis to, to come in and wine and dine him just to say he interviewed a black person. You know what I mean? Even though he already he already knew what he wanted. That's the part I don't like about the world. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to be true about the candidate, just, you know what I'm saying? Just, I mean, don't even wine and dine just because you're trying to please the Rooney rule. You know what I mean? Well, it's part. I mean, it's the, it mirrors our society. I mean, even a regular a regular yeah. job, you know, there's rules in place where they have to interview diversity. But majority of the, I would say, the good jobs, <laughs> they already have a person in mind, so they have to basically shuck and jive, like you said, wine and dine, and but they already know who they really want. It's not what you know; it's who you know. Yeah. Always well, and I learned, I learned if you're a person trying to come into the NFL without a coaching background, let's just say you want to become a head coach one day and you're an African-American male, they make it pretty much impossible. You got an intern for this. You got an intern for that. Finally, you get a special teams coaching job. 
10 years later, you get a defensive coordinator job and you almost never get to that top spot. Right. So they make it impossible if, if you have no coaching background, if you have no playing background, you're a high school coach, they make it almost impossible. What? Yeah. And it's funny how. Go ahead, Adrian. I was just going to say it goes back to your point earlier. It's all about who you know. What tree you was under. Whenever somebody does ascend up, if you were that basically that assistant or something like that, and it could be in the high school level, once they get moved up to the college level, then that's when, you know, you start pulling people from your past. And that's one way of, of making it. I mean, even in the high school ranks, it's funny how certain things get moved in, in certain states. The state has plenty of money to pay the coaches and then other states. There's no money to pay the coaches. I, I actually coached a what was it, fifth grade girls team, and they had no money in the state of Indiana, which is which bleeds red and white Hoosier land, which is all supposed to be about basketball. They had no money to pay the coach, but I got paid because I had to sub referee three to four games. So at the end of the season, I got a check, and I was like, "Okay, what's this for?" And it was like, oh, you uh, you had to be a referee for three of your games. I said, so I get paid to ref my own team, but not coach. I think something is really wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's two examples. New York Giants head coach. I think he was um, a college coach before he got there. I'm trying to think of a guy from the, the New England Patriots tree. That he was a special teams coordinator and he got a head coaching job. That's crazy. How are you a special teams coordinator? Not even special, not even the offense coordinator or a defense coordinator, but you're, you're a special teams coordinator and you turn around and get a head coaching That's job. That's all because of the GOAT coach. <laughs> yeah, even Arizona's head coach. He had a loser record in college, but you get an NFL job. That's like the ball boy from the Patriots can get on and he can probably pull for some kind of job. Yeah. And my last my last example is I don't know who called the plays, Andy Reid or the other guy, I can't think of was the black guy's name right now. Um but him, I know he went on several interviews. He's under he's under Andy Reid's tree, but he can't get a coaching job. Um Eric Eric Benemy, something like that. Yeah, I mean, Eric Benemy. He's be a running back. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, now he's a uh, offensive coordinator. He can't even get a, a head coaching job. But you got, I gave you top two offense in the top offense in the you NFL. Know what I mean? How long has he been? Dude, how long was he in that position? He probably two or three years or more. I know at least two years. It could be more, but then again. Before he got that position, the, the Chicago head coach was in that position. So he got a job right off that tree, you know what I mean, as, as uh, the Chicago Bears head coach. Well, you know, coming from the other side of things, there are a couple of black coaches that, you know, usually and I, it, it comes to mind as a defensive coordinator. Minnesota had one. Uh Tampa Bay had San, one. San Francisco, San Francisco one had right one. Yeah. So basically, what I'm saying with them, some, do it, won't do it. <laughs> some of them 
have had the head coaching job not do too well and then will find themselves on other teams as a coordinator again. So I will say that, you know, I think it's it's not a blanket statement that all NFL teams don't. I think some do it better than others, just like just like in real life. <laughs> some do it better than others. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's all of these owners. You could say it's a good old boys club, but they reflect they, they yeah. reflect the opposite of what the league looks like. The players are 68 black. Right. All the owners are white. Yeah. And come I mean, from old yeah. money. <laughs> that guy from San Francisco, he he runs a top top defense when he has the talent around the team. Yeah. I bet you we won't Look see him get dude. promoted for five years. Look at that dude um, that was the head coach for one year for Arizona Cardinals. He got fired, but you bring a coach from college that had a losing record, come coach your team. Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, him. And the guy with black eye at one season <laughs> and got fired. Where is he? I wonder I wonder if he's on a different team now. But it, but he's on he's a defensive coordinator for the Cleveland Browns. I mean, that was a debacle season. That was a bad look. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, so, what are y'all thoughts on this onside kick rule? Um, I got a few percentages actually. Um, so, percentage of onside kick success: eight out of sixty-three with twelve point seven percent. So, basically, the proposition isn't to replace it; it's to add an addition that you can decide whether you want to go for an onside kick. Or if you want to go from your own 25, 4, and 15. Mm -hmm. So the percentage on that is 36%. So it's definitely there. And the vote happened today on Wednesday. I don't don't know the results of it yet. Mm. And, uh, I mean, think about it like this. You could be, I don't know, you scored 7 points. And you decide you want the ball back. You could just go for it. Hmm. I think they said you can only use it during regulation. Um, yeah, you can't use it on overtime. Fourth and fifteen. But it's a good way to run up the score if you decide. Hey, I, I can I can get fifteen yards. I got Patrick Mahomes throwing. Yeah. Did you know that uh, Philly proposed that rule? Yeah, I did. Because we usually like, like Kansas City, a high-powered offense. We usually are just clicking. Mm-hmm. Some people don't like the rule, but they say it's it's this is not arena football. So. Well, they got the idea I that was kind of funny. from uh, what was that? The CFL that they had AA something AFL mm-hmm. AFL. Yeah, I guess they got the idea from them. But they need, for it to pass, they need 24 votes. They need 75% of um, the league to pass it. I think they'll pass it. I I looked at it as a different, excuse me, I looked at it as a little different. Um, You know, that's a train wreck. So that's a car crash every time they do an onside kick. You got, you know, you you can't obviously overload one side. 
But who's doing the onside kick? They know what side you're going, so they can run over there. And it's a, I mean, it's a car crash. Every rip. And a lot of injuries happen. Dangerous, that way. too, yeah. It is very dangerous. But I was doing some research, and, and I kind of, I branched off this to go into how the kicking team, kick the kickoffs has basically diminished. And I went into, do you remember Dante Hall? Do you remember Deion Sanders? Yeah. Do you remember Do you remember Brian Mitchell? Do you remember Mel Gray? Do you remember Desmond Howard, Billy Johnson, to name a few? Um, Gail Sayers, Devin Hester, all of those guys, and I. And some of them did other things, but some of those guys, some of those guys, made their name off the kickoff return. So I mean, I posed I, I posed the question to you guys is like, how do you feel about you know the whole kickoff return being that? I mean, I know there's nothing you can do with it, but whenever I read this rule, I just remember how the changes from where you know where they place the ball to kick it, which you got a lot more touchbacks because of the things. I I just wanted to hear you guys' take on that. I know that's already been passed and already been implemented. Just wanted to go back and peel the thing. Go ahead, Ryan. Um, what are your thoughts? I think just seeing a kick return for a touchdown is exciting, and we don't see it that often. So I think getting rid of that, I remember, I remember watching people like Dante Hall. Yep, that was one. Yeah, beast. And that's Ten all he records. did. <laughs> and that's and really then, much all he did. Hester the same way. I mean, he played. Yeah, wasn't a wasn't a good receiver. He can run that ball. Man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, even Hester like played for my Falcons for a few seasons. He he brought two or three back with us, and it was exciting to watch because we don't get that in Atlanta. Who was sure. who was that uh, Bethune Cookman alumni that went to Atlanta that was pretty good at returning punts and kicks? Eric Weems. Weems. That's right. Wing. I can name them all. I can name all the Daytona alums. All of them. There's only been two of them, right? Well, we got Ricardo. We've been the other quarterback. No, we got Ricardo Allen. He went to Daytona. Uh, he put, he played high school ball with us. Hmm. Yeah, oh, we, okay. we've drafted a few uh, talents from uh, Daytona Beach. Well, Vince is, Vince is your standout, though. Yeah, bust the buttons on him. <laughs> but anyway, let me go back. What from well, from what I heard, I think that like people like Terrell Davis and Shannon Sharp, they made their name off a of kickoff return. Like matter of fact, Terrell Davis, he was like on special teams and he made a play, a hit, or whatever, and then that promoted him to be a running back. And then that turned him to be a pro bowler, a Hall of Famer, and all that, just because he started on special teams. Same thing for Shannon Sharp. They made their bones being on special teams. So, you know, if I'm drafted in the late sixth and seventh round, if I make a play and coach see me and who's that kid? You know what I'm saying? They only know half the kids half the time. So you go there make a play, that's how you get noticed. So then, you know, Sky's the limit from there. You make your opportunity just from being. Well, on now they don't team. even have the opportunity. All they're doing is running down for touchbacks. <laughs> yeah, that's why you know I don't like the change. 
but it does prevent injury, and I understand that part. But Get, getting you know, rid of the kickoff, though, it's a little situation. It, it's kind of a bad idea, though, because it's like you said. What if I get drafted, undrafted, and I'm on the, I'm on the practice squad? Finally, I get my shot to get on special teams. There ain't no special teams no more if you get rid of the kickoff. Can't right. make myself known. There's just so many players that we know are household names because of big plays like that. It's just, I mean, it's pretty much just wiped away. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, mean, I, I agree. So I understand he, why. And I can see how NFL scared to get, again, that word sued for a lot of money because they've already gosh. did the research and they know that this play causes the most damage so, you know, so one person could get hurt and they do have a legit beef. They know they've already did the research. So basically a company doing something over and over and over that knows that it causes the most damage, that that says lawsuit. Well, CT is a big uh, factor in that. They're, uh, they, get, they go through lawsuits as soon as somebody dies because you can't diagnose it until they're dead. Correct. And that's if they want their brain studied. You know, they could say, I don't want Plenty, plenty of people that got money off of the NFL after they did. Oh, no doubt. But, I mean, that's a big pie, though. I mean, I don't want to get onto a, woe is the NFL. They ain't got enough money. uh, (laughs) They do. They got the money, but they ain't willing to dish it out. Keep it afloat. They tight. Yeah, so any any last thoughts on our NFL topic? I think that's about it. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to the change, uh, looking forward to the strategize. You know, some coaches will, like anything else, some coaches will excel. Some coaches will struggle. It'll take them up some time to use it effectively. So on a, strate- a strategic point of view, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to the change, the wrinkle, the differences, and what coaches adapt to how it changes the game, per se. So we'll see. For me, on the coaching part, I just think, just don't rush. Just don't rush for media's attention. Rush because you want to make the rule right. Don't rush just because you you know the numbers. Keep getting more information. Make sure you make the right decision. Just don't rush into a decision. Those are my last thoughts. Does anybody know uh, who votes? Is it an owner vote? Yeah, it's an owner. I, I believe it's an owner vote. Um, in essence of that, though, uh, they're, they were talking about in preseason. They're going to try it out. And so as far as rushing it, I definitely think they're doing it the right way if they do that. Hmm. Well, all right, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Please stay tuned for our next topic. For our next topic, our topic is the NBA is back. Well, let me start on this one. Um, it's been proposed that the NBA is going to start, start back up. Um, they say late July, 
So, you know, the NBA teams will have a month of, uh, you know, training camp again to get their bodies right and, and get them back in, you know, back to running shape and basically start like, you know, like the beginning of the season, but in a short period of time in a month. Hopefully the NBA players have been staying active, but it's, it's different when you're really running down the court. So they proposed that, um, that, there might be two sites, one in Disneyland in Orlando, and then one might be in Vegas, or they might have everybody in Disneyland. I think there should be two, and then have the championship, whatever the case may be, the playoffs at one location. But um, they propose, and I've been hearing from uh, high-profile NBA former players and NBA players that you know the season will resume. Um, late July so um, what are your thoughts on on this topic Adrian I think that they should have I mean just from a a non a way to dealing with this COVID-19 because everybody's had to deal with it their own way I think they should have it all in one location and just finish it out if I, I personally would love to see, since we didn't get our fix from the NCAA, that type of tournament, I would love to see that in the NFL, in the NBA, sorry, professional ranks in one location, bring them all in one location. So you got travel one location, everybody stay in that bubble. You test them as they come in. And as long as everybody tests fine, you keep them there. You don't allow them to go anywhere else. You don't. So that two different locations is the part that I don't agree with just because too many things can happen too much. You know, you go to the gas station on your way and touch a, a door handle. And next thing you know, you rub your nose. And the next thing you know, you got, you know, so you got a you got a temperature or something. So it's just for me, I say go to one location. You know, I don't know how they're going to, run the tournament part or if they're going to have the playoffs the traditional way they do but to, for me I think they need to focus on one location and make that location safe as possible for the players and the players are, I mean I don't, I don't even know the final word if, if they're going to play without fans there and are we going to be able to hear the audio of them talking crap to each other or all we're going to hear is the sneaker squeaking because I'm telling you, if all we're hearing is the sneakers squeaking, that's not a good product. I mean, I'll take it now. I'll take that now. I mean, I'll take it now. And also, another point that I like to make, I hope that they adapt to this time frame. You know, we always talk about the dog days of summer, right? Where you got that two, three months where nothing's on. I think oh baseball. I hate this part of the year. Yeah, so I, I'm not a, I'm not a baseball fan. Correct. So I hope they see an opportunity and adjust their regular season to this. Like you know, football is king. He ain't gonna you know you're not gonna knock them off their pedestal. The Sunday belongs to them. So start the season around Christmas. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Thursday. Start it around Christmas. And then it goes over these dog months, summer months. You'll get, and people will be all about it. Plus, basketball, you can play outside in the summer. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it, it just makes sense to me to move it. But 
you know, who am I? I'm just a P. Yeah, I did hear uh, Mark Cuban and some other um, NBA owners su- to, uh, suggest that idea too. It, it would be smart because a lot of people watch. A lot of people think the season starts on Christmas Day <laughs> when it's already two months in. Well, it's easy right. for him to say because his team would be coming in as the 13th ranked team. Of course, he wants that. <laughs> got a shot. You got a shot at a title. Our cube is a smart man, though. Yeah, he's not. He's not, I, he's I, not dumb. <laughs> he's not dumb with business. That's for sure. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Ryan? Uh, it's not my thoughts. It's all about Damian Lillard today. <laughs> man, did you hear the? Did you hear the quote? No, I didn't. Ooh. Give us the quote. <laughs> if I come back, and there's just. They're just like adding a few games to finish out the regular season, and they're throwing us out there for meaningless games, and we don't have a true opportunity to make the playoffs. I'm gonna be with my team because I'm a part of the team, but I'm not gonna participate. I'll tell you that right now, man. So he's saying that if he doesn't, since they started off that bad and their record is that bad. If he doesn't have the true opportunity to make up ground and make the playoffs, he's not going to play, but he's just going to show up with his team. It sounds like you're going to sit on the bench. I respect that. You can say load management. I tweak some. But um, <laughs> at the end of the day, I looked at the bracket if let's say they do what the NHL has done and go to 16 teams they're not on it they still don't make the playoffs yeah, why, I mean I, I agree what's the incentive why am I playing why risk your body why am I star, playing star hold on I'm going to use this line who do you think you is Key Capri who do you think you is DMX who who do who do Dane Dollar think he is? Uh, he's, he's an all star, but he's not a superstar. Oh, man, I don't know. He think he is? I don't think know. He's Kid Capri, he think, <laughs> you ain't nothing. You ain't nothing. Hey, he can spit better than Kid Capri. Hey, come on, man! You had sixty six games to get your team in the playoffs, but now you want to complain. You, you think it's worth it because you don't want you want to support your team, but you ain't gonna want to play, man. I, boy, I tell you, boy. What is his motivation? What's my motivation, Lord? He ain't got no motivation. He need he need to get there and play because that's what he that's what if you say I don't want to go to a different team, I don't want to join another super team, I want to build here. What, what, what kind of leadership are you, are you leading by saying stuff like that? You got a point there. I agree with that. I don't know about telling, I don't know about calling him he's not a superstar because the man He's not a, he's a, he, he's an all-star, but he's not no superstar. He's on that line. I Folks. don't know. He's on the line. He close. How sway? How? Cuz he's taking he a barely, step. He barely made he barely made the all-star team. Look at the he numbers. He didn't make it because because Steph was hurt. Bruh, he's taking one step from half court and pulling consistently. He's got the numbers behind Consistently. it. Consistently. Okay. Okay. Pin this. How many times did he make the All-Star team? Like I said, he only made the All-Star team 
the reserve. Well, because, like I said, is the All Star team and still? And some, of the, and some of the key players were hurt. That's why only reason why. He how, made but it. how was the All Star team picked? That's a popularity. That's it's picked the by all, the fans. The starters, the starters is picked by the fans. The reserve is picked by the coaches. Exactly. That's the difference. Yeah, exactly why he should have made it. If the coaches picked him, obviously he's doing pretty good. I think and it, should, same, be, I think it same, should be Coach But picked. he barely made it. The, he barely made the it. The same token with that is if if I get into it with a coach and I don't like a coach, you think they're going to vote for me? Yeah, that's true. That's flawed to me. That's true. Dane Dollar... Dane Dollar is almost a better rapper than he is a player. Say that way. But he can rap though. He can ball. <laughs> he got too. he got bars and he can ball. Yeah. He got bars. He can ball. He beat up the Thunder like a year ago. Was it a year ago? Man, he always they, they were struggling. They, they went they went to the Western Conference Finals against Golden State. That's how far they went. Who last year? Come on, Portland. Yes. Yeah. Who got them there? Him and the team, but like I the said, what, what kind of what kind of example are you leading if you if you don't want to play these few games to get in the playoffs? That's a bad example. That's that's the thing. I won't I'm say it's about. a good example. You, you you lead you lead by being being out there playing for your team. But I you but, didn't say you want didn't want to team up with another team just to get a ring. But you can understand. You built that. Team. You can understand why he's saying it that way, though. I mean, if you don't have nothing to play, for, why why I gotta finish this? Why I gotta. But I guess you could say well, like you could say, say the had, same thing on an eighty-two season, on an eighty-two game season. Well, he has sixty-six games to get his team in the playoffs, so you can't complain. We got all that sixty-six games just to get in the playoffs. But I don't think that's I don't think that's his complaint. I think his complaint is he's risking to get COVID nineteen for what? You're you're just basically saying you're saying basically. You're looking at it as, all right, he needs to finish the season because he signed a contract to play 82 games. I get well, that. He needed, but now he didn't say that. But, he, he, he didn't say that. He didn't say anything about no COVID. Yeah. You changing the narrative. I'm not changing. You never said anything not. about no COVID. So everybody. Brian just quoted what he said. Everybody he got said, it. Everybody got it. There are only three games out of the playoffs. Three games. I can understand if you don't want to play because of the COVID. I, I can understand that. But he never said anything about no COVID. He said something about his team being out the playoffs. And they only three games out. Just because you don't say it don't mean that it ain't a factor, though. But he, if he said he don't want to play because of the COVID, I can understand Because he, he could have an undisclosed health issue that he don't want everybody to know. But you add COVID. I mean, you add COVID to that. He could mess around and die. You don't know. Well, I mean, I mean, if you go to the media, you gotta say you gotta say what you say. You can't just beat around the bush. Not really. He was quoted to say, so "What do you say, Ryan?" It says here, "Not a true opportunity." Basically, he didn't say nothing about no COVID. He just said opportunity. But you just heard me give a crap. We can only we can only go by what he said. You can't make narrative. But up. yeah, you can. Because he doesn't have to give everybody his health issues. He don't have to give that. I'm just saying from a perspective, he might have something that he didn't want everybody to know. Yes, he didn't say it because he don't want to tell everybody. I don't know that to be true, but I'm just saying that's that's a different side to the coin. He might not have said that 
purposely because he doesn't want to disclose that information. Let's see. All Let's I'm see saying that. is, look yeah. at it. Look at it as, you know, we don't know. I can only look at it as, I can only look at it as, as face value. I, I, all I could do is take what he said so, and, and, and talk about so, it. I can't. I can't look inside. So every time, some, so every time somebody says something to the media, they're telling the exact truth. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just going by what he stated. I get that. I'm just saying. I'm just. Uh, I'm who, doing who on the other it's side. Even true. Yeah, I know. He'll probably it be w- out there playing his heart out. It wouldn't be the first time somebody said something. And then the in media the, the decides, to, yeah. decides to write a whole different spiel on it. For all and we he know, changes his mind. For all we know, he didn't say half of that. Well, plus oh, so there was with. no, there was no video. There was just like a quote. Nah, this was just a quote that was written out with his face on it. I mean, it looks real, but yeah, I mean, I, you but know. we don't know what's real. Correct. If he quoted, that means he said it. But you got to so no remember, there's always a source behind the quote too. He said that to somebody, and they could misquote him. We've been thinking the flu game. We've been thinking the flu game was a flu game for for 20 years. Yeah, because Jordan never talked about it. So he lied about it for he 20 never, years. He never admitted. So he. Well, he, he, he but he also lied about Isaiah Thomas too, though. But so, I mean. yeah, but that's that's proving my point. He might not have said the truth. He might have left that part out. But he wasn't quoted, though. Who wasn't quoted? Jordan. About which part? The flu game. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, yeah, I had a flu, and nothing was quoted on him about. Did it, how did that even come out? Everybody else. It yeah. had to come out from the team. Somebody had to say something. I think they called it the flu game because he well, was noticeably like, sick on the court. Yeah, and then the and then the performance behind it, they were like, man, he just played his heart out with the flu. Well, some people said he was drunk. <laughs> from gambling all night. Wouldn't be, the, wouldn't be the first player to do it. Not at all. Yeah. That was our opening, seeing them opening up beers. You know, that was. Mm. Yeah, but to me, I feel like Dame Dollar. I mean, like I said, he was quoting on it. He talked about three point. I mean, you only three games out the playoffs. You you can still you can still get in there a spot. I mean, as a leader, you shouldn't say things. Well, like they that. can't. That's the thing. That, that's... They're not. They're not that many games out there past that many games because when I looked at the 16 team bracket if they were going to go to that Portland was not on it but we don't know if they're going to go to that if they go by the regular playoff uh, setup like I said they're only three games out well to me that means you're more than three games out if you're not on a 16 team bracket you know what I'm saying no but if they go by the regular the regular format for that eight oh they got a chance yeah, they got everybody a has a chance up until they're like, okay, you've lost too many games. Out of out of ten games, out of ten games, all they got, you know, win or lose, but the other teams that are fighting for that spot, they they can they can win. Yeah, in. most teams are. And then that most could be teams one, are still in. Then they could be one of the sixteen teams. Most I teams would love to see. see. I just would love to see the NCAA format, the 
March Madness, call it July Madness or something like something new from the NBA. Yeah, you know, do something. Throw everybody in there and then do a one game elimination tournament. So you don't want, so you don't want no East and West, no Western Conference. I mean, well, you can, you can, you can, you can set, you you can set it up that way where you know the first round is two East teams and whatever. You can set it up that way. From what I heard today is they said that since the Lakers will be a two seed and the Los Angeles Clippers will be a four team, they can meet up in the finals. If there was, you know, in, in the brackets, you know what I mean? If they go by the brackets, oh, they can meet up the in Clippers the Clippers and Lakers. Mm. Yes. Yeah, if you if you throw away the East and West, would you rather see that? Or you rather see, you know, well, it's, uh, the Bucks and, and against the either Lakers or the. Or it's the still not going to have its luster because it's going to be at Disney or in Las Vegas. It ain't going to be in LA. So the yeah. you know the hype around that would be the city of Los Angeles is on blaze. We got two. Te- you know you're not going to have that. You're going to have it in Vegas. So that that excitement of that of that being a possibility is kind of dimmed out because yeah. you're going to be in Vegas or you're in Walt Disney. It'll be more I mean, exciting. I, it's still, it'll be more exciting to watch them in the Western Conference Finals. I think I, I, I think I they'll play harder in the finals. Period. Some of the best Ooh. games I've seen are Western Conference Finals or Eastern look, Conference Finals. Okay, let's say uh, to me it'll be better in the finals because, uh, like a year or two ago, when I think was the Golden State versus. Somebody it went to game seven, but when it got to the finals, no, it was it wasn't going to stay. It couldn't be because they went to. I can't think of the team, but the Western and Eastern Conference Finals was more more fun to watch than the than the finals because the, the other team was they, they were good, but they didn't bring the the baggage, the drama along with. Yeah, well, that's team. when because the West is usually stronger than the East. Well, and I can take yeah. it back to but Philly have, versus Toronto. Remember that game winner Kawhi hit? Oh yeah, my God. yeah, one of yeah. the best games I've ever right. seen. I'm pulling for I'm pulling for Kawhi because he did what LeBron should have done and go somewhere where ain't, they ain't never had no championship. They've been at the bottom of the barrel for years, and I hope he's able to get the Clippers a championship so they can go ahead and build him a statue. He need to buy himself a new car while he at it. So, do you think who 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 need this championship more? Like for their Lakers. resume, LeBron. Yeah. Not yeah. Not, they lost. The they Lakers. lost Kobe. Not the Lakers. I would say they lost Kobe. LeBron. LeBron came out. We doing this for Kobe. He's on my shoulders. Definitely. I, I and LeBron's even, looking I older. Even say that I would just say LeBron in general, not so much the Lakers. Like him as a him as his his legacy. Yeah. Like we I said, yeah. you go to a girl's house eight times, you hit three times. That's a problem. But he he's not catching Jordan if he gets one or two more. I mean he's he's not. I mean eight out of three is oof, that's rough. I look at it like this too. If he don't win this year. He's not gonna it's gonna go look even year. worse. It's, it's gonna, gonna be three for cause, nine. Cause you got you got Curry, Curry back. You have Durant and them back. You got Greek Freak. He getting better every year. Great next year. You know what I'm saying? Cause he, this is this is 
This is his best time, his best chance to win it this year. Because the East is weak. But East is a lot weaker there. this year. But this year, getting a win, it, it almost already has an asterisk next to it. You had the break. Yeah, you but had, so did. But so did. Remember the the fifty game season that the NBA was the lockout. The Spurs won, but nobody counted against that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but nobody's. I wouldn't put that. I'll put. I wouldn't put an asterisk that to me. That would be wrong. If you're gonna do that, so them being in a lockout is the same as a pandemic that's killing people. Well, it's the same, in, but it's not essence, the same. Yeah. The NBA, the, the NBA was um, when they did the lockout. It was their choice. The COVID, they ain't had no. But again, that's but you're different. playing again. You're playing a game. Where basketball, where you're sweating on each other, I mean, don't, I, that has to come in people's mind. The the whole Utah, that's my perfect example. Man. Gobert, Gerbert, and oh boy, they ain't even cool no more. Yeah, well, look they what were he cool. Did. I, I, that's <laughs> that's my point. So, but look, but look at it. I'm playing against a different team. I don't know where they've been. That's what happens they... if a week like? What happens if a week? Well, they are they are getting that's tested. Well, that's yeah, but willing to play with the each test, other. But the test ain't even accurate. You can be asymptomatic and have no symptoms, and the symptoms won't show up until 14 days. You can take the test and, had and you don't have given it. it to everybody. And then the next day you could get it, I mean, and you ain't gonna show no symptoms. You got old boy touching all the microphones, touching all the. He's an idiot. There's some players. There's some players that. in the NBA that have some undisclosed health issues. I know there is. You know Patrick Ewing got it. I know. Heard that the other day. And he's a coach. I just think there should be no asterisk on whoever wins this. Title. Maybe asterisk's not the correct verbiage, but this is different. I mean, I, I just can't. This is different because I can look at guys who don't even want to play basketball. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, I like Andrew Luck is all of a sudden retired, right? I wouldn't be surprised next year for of a lot of people. I got $30 million in the bank, and I really don't – I really don't want to do this anymore. Like, I, I, I get – I understand. I, I, I completely understand. I do too. Remember the middle linebacker for the 49ers, well, he retired at 29. They, they, you know I mean, they had that choice, but they, again, they did sign that contract. You got to honor that contract. Just like when, when, just like when I signed my name on my job, <laughs> my job. Yeah, I can retire. That's but, okay. <laughs> I ain't That's to, debatable. I ain't That's debatable that in pro sports. You know so I mean? you can get out of let contract. three. <laughs> yeah, let three or four people at your job come down with COVID. You going in? Uh, no, <laughs> and you signed the documentation, just like they said they signed, but you ain't going in. Well, if, if I ain't going in, then that means I had to use my, my all my sick leave. No, you stuff. no. There's there's government stuff that's gonna pay you to sit home. Yeah, but they gonna pay me. They gonna pay me like sixty seven percent of my check. That is correct. My check. That's correct. But you ain't going. But. So I'm not You're not going in check. there, though. 
And I yeah, yeah, my wife, my wife would no, she wouldn't want me. No, she won't. Because there's more than that check. You are more to that family than that check. And that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. the basketball player, they could be be looking at it completely different and be like, man, I, I just don't want to go out. I don't it ain't worth the risk. I got 30 million at home. If I'm Donovan I just, Mitchell, I don't go back to work. I got I'm not going back to work. I got a quick question. So, do y'all think that, like in baseball, right, they have an agreement, right? So, so they're going back to the table. Do you feel that um, players, either what sports, should they get their whole check while this is going on? Or should they, you know how you, whenever, you know how whenever you buy a car and you fall on hard times, they could defer that payment? put it on yeah. the back end you know what I mean to me I feel like the player should ask for their full money up front they should put it on that back end like just like a car I payment I go on anything like that I defer straight to the contract whatever that contract says it needs to have some kind of verbiage in it I'm sure it does um but I mean if it says if you don't play for some undisclosed nothing the NBA can do which is this then I don't know if it says this but I'm saying if it did say that then they don't get paid now if it doesn't say anything like that they need to pay up yeah because I know a lot of high execs everybody's taking pay cuts you know what I'm saying everybody's taking pay cuts but I'm like yeah I'll take a pay cut but you gonna pay me at the at the at the end at the end of my salary what I missed because I I I ain't take no cuts like that. Yeah, I deferred now, but at the end of, in my contract, I, I'm gonna want that money. So, Kevin, answer this one. So, okay, say your contract that you signed, basically, it only it it, it gives you bonuses if you had you know uh, nine thousand offensive rebounds, nine hundred offensive rebounds, whatever the, whatever the case may be. You did, you did not have the ability to get a full season to acquire that bonus. What's your thoughts on that spin? Well, I mean, due to the circumstance, if there was a regular season, I probably would uh, be in, I mean, oh man, that's a good question. I think that, I mean, just due to, due to the, concern, the circumstance that I can't get that. You just would lose out on it. Yeah, you just would lose out on it. There wasn't yeah, a season was... to play. There wasn't 82 games to play. You only played 80, for example, 80 games. You're 10 rebounds short. But you know you would have got that. Yeah, you probably you know, like, most likely would have got that 10 rebounds in those two games. I would have got it. But, you know. But hopefully they know in good deed. Okay, good and well, I would have I I made that 10 rebounds. You know, depending on the team or the – general manager whoever it probably would have given depending, me that bonus depending on the probably, organization I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want that up front but I, I mean I would want that if on it's the back Dallas end. Cowboys you ain't get <laughs> yeah I would I wouldn't want to play for Dallas you got a heck you got an owner that won't be the media telling you what jersey if to you wear you play for the Dallas Cowboys and you yeah. short two receptions to get a bonus you ain't getting hey they could pay me a million dollars to get beat up in practice. I'll go play for them tomorrow. Oh, I would too. 
Not that. Go, go return kicks and get hit every <laughs> kickoff. All right. A train wreck. Yep. Million dollars. Money talks. So what do y'all think about that uh, top 25 list from ESPN? Can you give me (laughs) – do you have it in front of you? Because we can break it up in – I have it. At least 10. Go ahead. Go ahead and break it up. At least fives or something. All right, let me list Number one. Are you backwards? MJ. Should be no argument. Speaks for itself. (laughs) Number two. This is the part where I don't agree with it at all. <laughs> you got LeBron at number two. Nah. We already, had the, eight, mm-hmm. we already had the eight for three talk. We Bill Russell. Deal. Bill Russell. I think I think on that one, two should be erased. When LeBron finishes his career, and if his career is better than what it is now, yeah, he should Hold take on, what do you mean? Spot. What do you two mean two better than two. what it is now? Because he's not getting any younger. If, if he if he get if he get another ring, if he get that passes Kareem at do with Jabbar and scoring some other accolades, he's Kareem already above Kareem. He, he he has it, but he to me he he should be. Yeah, I don't have him above. I agree, but I understand his. His resume I is still open, you know what I mean? I say Mama Jordan is done. Kareem is done. So you're Magic saying that he done. shouldn't even be in the top you know, 25? No, I'm, I'm no, no, no. I, no, no, I'm, yeah, I'm no, I'm, no. I'm, he should, he shouldn't be a solid. I'm saying he, should be a solid he shouldn't two. be considered in the top 25 because his his playing days ain't over. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you saying that he shouldn't even, don't even put him in there because he still has more words to write. He still has another poem. He still has sentences yeah. in his paragraph to go, you know. So, well, if there, if there's other active players in that list, Correct then, in you got to take them out They're too. I, I think it's a it's an all time list, is what it is. I think he's number six, if you ask me, based on well, who's on this list. Well, keep going, Ryan. All right, you got three is Kareem. Say no more. It's probably I would say two. The best res- basketball resume, period. Point blank. Who? Better than his. High, high school, college, Will. and NBA. The best. No. Oh, you're Kareem. saying Kareem. I say you so Kareem you, number two. You put Kareem over yeah. Bill Russell. As the best basketball career ever. Not NBA. That's not just NBA, oh, okay. but so overall. The and that's what, this, that's what this list is. All right, keep. No, this list keep is going. Cause we ain't gonna never Go get through it. <laughs> Num- number four is Magic. I no. agree. He, he I nah. agree. I, I think we got to shift some players around. Birds number five. Mm-hmm. This is where it gets interesting. Shaq's number six. I don't think so. I think LeBron's in that number six spot. And then Kobe's right after, ain't he? He's I'll, he's. I'll, he, He's I'll not. take Tim Duncan right there. All right, so here's where it gets crazy. Duncan's number seven. Eight, Bill Russell. How is Bill Russell eight? I agree. Asia Bill Russell, Russell got the most champion. He was dying. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> but, Adrian, you, you have to look at this. 
Bill Russell only played how many leagues are in the NBA now? Thirty-two teams. Bill Russell only played. He, and he dominated. Teams. And he and he dominated <laughs> like eleven seasons in a row. That don't mean nothing. <laughs> he he didn't have no competition. Uh, he only played. He only played against the top competition that was around when he was young. That's that's it. Then on top of that, on top of that, he had Bob Cousy. Yeah, I didn't didn't say that he didn't, but he's still the best player on that team that won eleven championships and four in college. Like I said. Like I said, he only played against 16 teams. They ain't played, played against all agree. Wilton teams. We'll agree to disagree. Uh, that being said, Wilton. <laughs> um, this is where I think this list is a sham. Steph Curry, <laughs> number 10. What? <laughs> Have you heard Kobe's name yet? No, I thought I thought Kobe was No. After Wilt, but I and guess that's, not. that's why I'm gonna give you my top five when we're done. This, <laughs> uh, then we got the big O, average number a triple 11. double, respect number he 11. He's top five, I think he's top 10, but it's all right. <laughs> I guess I can buddy <laughs> And then we got the Admiral, well deserved at number 12. Yeah. He didn't win no rings until Duncan got there. Still a defensive presence. Uh, 13 is uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. He should be higher. He He definitely should be above David Robinson. 14 is Kobe. Wow. That is respect. respect What do you mean? (laughs) That ain't respectful? 14? No, he's top Come five. On, man. Kobe is not. He's he not respectful. <laughs> he he should be in the top ten at least. Oh, awful. Anyway, then we got the turncoat, Kevin Durant, <laughs> number fifteen. Give some respect for Kevin Durant. He ain't got none, bro. None he left. is unstoppable. No, he's not. That may be true. I bet you. He but now that they both. Mm. His, his resume. Yeah, he still got more. No, yeah, he, I agree. He still got KG more clay to pound. 16. We got KG at sixteen. I agree. KG at sixteen. Mm. KG didn't win until he got with mm. Paul Pierce and Ray Allen. Right, and what they Big win? Two. One or two? I think it was two. But he he didn't but he didn't sniff a title well, before he got on that team. You you could say the same for LeBron. One of his titles are because of who? Ray Allen. Two. Yeah, Is but it two of them. <coughs> I can't give it to Ray Allen. I seen this because he man he was taking them terrible Cleveland teams all the way to the championship to get smoked by somebody. From the West, <laughs> but he—I mean—he was taking, but, 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 but he was taking some scrubs to the promised land. But if Ray Allen wasn't on that team, we'd be talking about less championships. Yeah. But listen to this quote from Kyrie Irving. He said, "So what would have been 
the narrative if me or Ray Allen missed the last shot of those exactly. final series. His fans would have been blame us naturally because his fans are not real fans. He can play great the whole game, but when it comes to cutting the other team's throat and hoist up that trophy, he freezes up like someone like me or Ray Allen to save the day. He's not a killer. He has no grit. It's not in his DNA. So Ray and Allen you be- and you- He doesn't have the and killer you instinct. Yes. Just because he said it don't mean it's true. Look at this. Or that you got to believe it. Bitch. Okay. But like I said, he, he said he could dominate the whole game. Well, if you, but when the game comes down to the line. If you dominate the whole game, then you're the reason why you. He needs Wade. He needed Wade, too. You dominate the whole game, but you you can dominate the whole game and lose. That don't matter. <laughs> He needed to Jordan did the same thing. Did not did Jordan not pass when the opportunity came for Paxson and Steve Kerr? Crickets? That's true. <laughs> that is true. But 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 what I'm saying is, like like Dennis Rodman said in that in that docu-series, everybody knew in 98 when it, when the ball was down to the last seconds, everybody knew that Jordan was going to shoot that ball. Everybody knew, in their mind, he was going to he, he was going to have that killer mentality. He's won some games. When has LeBron ever he, had that killer mentality? He ain't got it. And, and big game, and big yeah, game. Right. But sometimes game, pass is the better play. Games. From a basketball IQ, uh, I, I don't know. But like I said, Kyrie. I get this it. is what Kyrie said. He said he hit the big shot. Then he said that ain't all his championships, though, is it? He got more than two. But anyways, I I hate the. You only got three, so two out of the three. Let me ask. Came from somebody else. But I hate to I hate to throw I hate to throw this on LeBron. I respect LeBron, but sometimes I don't like it. Why? Because he passed the ball. Let me. Because he know. He, I don't he knows open, his. I don't want to open up that can right now because he knows his weakness. Get back to the twenty. Get back to the twenty-five list. His jumper is not. That's, that's his a, jumper that's, that's is a whole not. One hundred percent pure. <laughs> it's awkward at times. So if I get my if I get myself I in the right position and I know somebody's open up whose jumper is pure, that's a better, smarter basketball IQ move. Then he he didn't give it to himself. We supposed to stop nicknames now. Well, somebody need to call Kenny the Jet Smith and take that damn well, J-E-T-T no. off. Because he gave him his own name. I can't stand that dude. Hey, and Kendrick, Kendrick Perkins called LeBron the GOAT the other day. He said MJ's not my goat. Well, he's saying that because he didn't play. Yeah. He didn't talk to his opinion, but I don't agree with him. Okay, keep going, sorry. Anyway, Dirk Nowinski, number 17. 18. 
Rolls up on that one. 18. Too. <laughs> the NBA logo. Jerry West. And they was Jerry doing West. him in. They <laughs> was doing that under dude in, man. Under, oh, under he free shouldn't even be in the top 50. Keep going. Number 19, Charles Barkley. And you telling me the logo's better than Terrible? Terrible. No Terrible. How is the logo better than those are both terrible? terrible. terrible. He couldn't stop a wet. Go ahead. <laughs> this is the one that this is the one that got me. Number 20, the mailman. Carl Malone was a dude. Mm. He, put some respect on his name. He, he that I mean, too. If Jordan was there. He, he that too. He probably would have got because he got close. If Jordan wasn't there, but that's what makes Jordan yeah. the goat. Uh, he stopped players like that from getting a ring. Number tw- yeah. number twenty one. I agree with this positioning. Uh, Dwayne Wade. Uh, I don't believe uh, he pop. <laughs> you think it should be higher? Or, or I'm sorry, higher. His number should be higher. Yeah. Lower. Yeah. Okay. Well, I give him top twenty. I'd say I'd say a little I'm, higher. I I respect Wade. I respect Wade. <laughs> well, that's that's all. Awesome. Hold on. That's that's life choices. That's, <laughs> that yeah. That 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 half pink suit. Oh no. No, bro. That ain't it. Where they do that at? All right. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I couldn't even hair. see his hair. I didn't want to see it. He, I started not to. He died. I he died his hair I mean, red. The way the way was a killer on the court. The way was a killer no. on the court. But as soon as his knees got bad, he wasn't the same. Correct. Always the way, on the, the ground. way he played ball. Same he's thing always about on the ground. Uh, Grant Hill's ankle could hold two picks up. I'm just saying, you you could say the same thing about Grant Hill. Is his but Grant Hill ain't in the top twenty-five, is he? I know he ain't. I, he was in the, he was in the top. It's a oh, top fifty list. We okay. just doing twenty-five. I know he's in there. So do you think? Do you think if LeBron ever joined no. him, he would have two no. more rings? Yeah. See, no. and if Bosch. I like Wade too. If Bosch didn't join, neither one of them. He had a nice bag. I'll take that. You might want to say, you might want to pick him on I believe he was number 38. <laughs> what? Come on. Yeah. I, I, don't quote well, me on that. He, he, but he was on there. Is, for sure. is Draymond Green on here? Um, man. <laughs> hey. <laughs> If, if, if we talking about if we talking about who flops the best, he's number Can't one. Stand, <laughs> he he created I it. I, I might have get a lot of a lot he, created a lot of it. <laughs> he was a solid center. Who else we got? Yeah. All right, uh, Doc J twenty two. It should be lower. Mm. Yeah, he can do a whole lot. Moses, Mo- Moses Malone. He's probably about where he belongs. He's a yeah. Beast. I agree. Same thing with this with this next one, Elgin Baylor. Yeah, twenty four. 
Elgin Bla- he, Baylor. Did he play on the on Magic's team? He, yeah, he was old. Though. Did. I mean, he was way past yeah. his prime. I think. So, so this next one, Clyde Drexler, get y'all hyped up. <laughs> no, he's down there. He's number thirty something. <laughs> Nope. It's the way the list is going, right? You think it's somebody like that? Yeah, I think I did it that far down or that far high. Ah, no. You don't think you should be that high? Yeah, Pitbull's a product of Jordan. I also don't. I also don't think Shaq should be number six. Who could stop Shaq in his heyday? Yeah, but hack a shack, you know, they ended up stopping. Nobody can stop Shaq. Nobody That's can stop true. Shaq. Nobody can stop Shaq, but he stopped himself. He stopped himself. He got big. But he, he but he dominated. He though. Body. That's why Kobe got on him all the time about taking care of himself. He dominated. He should have had he should have had, he had more, more rings than what he had. Well, so you're right. You should have so, been, been a longer stretch. That being said, should have been a longer stretch. Um, my top five would be MJ. I would put probably Kareem number two, Bill Russell three. Um, four is probably Man. Bird. And I say I say Wilt's number five. Yeah, Wilt's. Will Will off the. I just, Kobe's right five there. Five paces for me. It's tough. Kobe's tough. I, I wanted to Kobe put Kobe at five, but Kobe LeBron's not in my top five. I'm sorry. I in my opinion, but that's my thoughts. You don't. I, he did. You he don't took like Kobe because he got hit by Chris Child. Didn't do nothing. <laughs> Shaq's in my top ten. Though. Chris Child. Anybody who died. Anybody who dominated, no, yeah. the, nobody could stop. Like He's Kareem would do with Jabal the hook. Nobody could stop that. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Ryan's top top five, but I'll I'll put an asterisk. I will LeBron James yeah. name in there. Once LeBron James' resume is finished, then I can see where he's at. Then I could play some. If, if I could two, for three, now, four, five, you know I mean? would put Shaq. I, I'll do it like Kobe that. Do you LeBron think Tim Duncan's six. numbers is high is higher because of his style of play? Like, cause he, you know, when did you see him dunk on somebody and like look at him in stylish way? I mean, it was just a. It, it, it was nothing fancy. Oh yeah, his numbers were there. They made the playoffs lunch, no matter what his, team they had. Bought his lunch pail. Hey, me. He also got Pop. That's true. Pop was there, Pop's too. A, he's a product of Pop. So Jordan's a product of Phil? Mm, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I just think... Think so? Uh, yeah. Was yeah. pop coaching win? Yeah, yeah. David Robinson. Robinson David Robinson for most of the Tim Duncan should be higher than David Robinson. Shaq should be higher than David Robinson. Bill Russell, Will, all of them guys. Shaq. I, I think Tim Duncan should be in front of Shaq 
because he got five rings. But I do understand that Shaq, Shaq was the most dominant player, but he should he should his dominance should reign a little bit longer. And then till till Duncan went to five. I think that's the only reason Steph's in the top ten is because he was dominant in the top ten. But that being said, where is Isaiah Thomas? Is thirty. Where is Isaiah Thomas? No, he no, he shouldn't be that. He shouldn't be that far back. He was a beast. <laughs> the only difference, the only difference between Stephen, Stephen, Isaiah Thomas, and Steph got, uh, you know, under, uh, I, you know, I don't, MVP. which he didn't deserve. I don't think Steph. Cause they both got two. They both got two rings. No, he yeah, did, no, he did he change didn't. the game. He did change the game. I, I still put him at twenty. Man, Isaiah Thomas played defense. Isaiah Thomas played defense. But Isaiah Steph is a liability. Isaiah Thomas should be on, on list. defense. Yeah, look at him. Look at him now. He's he's hurt. But Steph the is the same. He's the same height as Isaiah Thomas. They both like six two. Fourteen is too high. But Isaiah Thomas played defense. Yeah. Yeah. I admit, Steph did change the game. He made three point more fashionable, more more likable, more for uh, for. So you like six foot? So you like to enjoy? You know what I mean? Half court. Who got that wet? Fired up. Yeah, you just said Dane Dollar well, was so, an all-star. So, so you tell us you like Dane Back to back to back, he just added that piece to me. He's he's an all he's an all-around player. Yeah, that's debatable. <laughs> Steph Curry can do that too. That's he debatable. Steph Curry is not. He can. Best, I'm not Steph, talking about his hands. I'm talking, talking about. Talking about all around, but he can't finish. So, so he, every time he gets to the hole, gets hole. pushed, he gets hurt. He turned his ankle. He fucked up his elbow. That's, that's, that's a long, that's a long stretch. That's a long stretch. Well, guys, any last topic? Any last? Words on this Give some respect to Bill Russ and Oscar Roberts and Kobe. Yeah, definitely Kobe. R.P. Kobe. Rest in peace. Well, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned for our last topic. Thank you. Last topic: Dynasty startup versus redraft startup. I'm gonna start with Ryan on this one. So, Ryan, give us the background. What is a dynasty league for fantasy? From a commissioner standpoint, it's frustrating. <laughs> Damn. Because, it, and I did research before I set timers, so. With us, we do an NFL draft with Adrian. 
It's real easy. Two minutes. That's all you got. You don't make your pick. It's auto picked. We all know this, right? Yeah, about seventeen rounds. Yep. But it's real easy. Dynasty. We started at four hours. Will we get through two rounds in one day? <laughs> Why was it four? Why was it four hours? So I was given the advice from a few of the guys in the league that have done Dynasty. And for the most part, we have six guys that haven't, four guys that have. And they were all like, it's always four hours. Just pick it fast. I'm like, all right. So we get through. A day goes by. I decide to put a vote out. Hour, 10 minutes, or four hours. It ended up passing through. I got the hour in. By this time, things have gotten so out of hand with people not picking we're going a full day people not picking and then by the end of it I'm ready to pull the little hair I got left out well you really only had to be honest with you consistently about three to four people who would take all day to pick who wasn't pretty much probably wasn't paying attention yeah I mean I think the most I waited, maybe a half hour, but I work an overnight schedule, so that's appeasing to me, you know. But I think in the future, I've learned something as a commissioner, and I'm going to lay it all out big time before the draft. But that's the cool thing about Dynasty is one of the biggest differences, you keep your players for 10 years, all of them. So if you do it... Yeah, I mean, you could trade them for draft picks. Like, you could decide, all right, Hopkins is 29. You wait two seasons, he turns 31. And he's not declining yet, but he's 31. You're like, you get offered a first-round pick for him. You take that. Why not? So each season, Especially each like, season, you only have the seven, or the, I think six-round rookie draft. Correct. And you could trade every last one of your picks doesn't matter I mean sometimes you get offered a good deal like I did I was fourth on the clock I don't think he I overpaid a little bit but not a lot I was offered uh, Patrick Mahomes I already have Jackson and he threw in I threw in Chubb and my first pick so basically, I missed out on Burroughs, which I really didn't want to pick anyway. And I ended up with one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Give me more information. Why not Joe Burrow? Uh, something, something scares me about him. You ever yeah. see the movie? Dra- you ever see the movie Draft Day? Draft Day, the movie. Who's in it? It's about the Brown. It's about the Browns. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. This this quarterback starts sliding, sliding, and everybody's getting scared. That's what that was me at number four because Joe Burrow's supposed to go number two. All these drafts, everybody's saying it, and I wanted Judy to be honest, but I'm not gonna reach for him that early. So I took him. I kind of saw the same thing happen. 
I saw Burrow at four. Then I see him slip again after I trade my pick. Watch him slide, and I'm like, something's wrong with this I got guy. a side question for you guys. Is a reach a reach? So you said you wanted Judy. Judy is a first-round census pick. So if you got mm-hmm. the fourth pick, do you feel like that's a reach? Because he would not be available when he when it's time when it comes back to you. So my question is, is that truly a reach? I mean, if it's a player that you really, really, really want, and none of the other yeah. players that you really want, and Judy's the one you really want. Well, it's all about needs. Okay. I didn't need a quarterback. I just got one. I didn't need Really, I needed a running back, but not really. I want, I needed my biggest need with me having Juju and Debo Samuel. A receiver is a receiver. And being a rookie, you can. And I got Terry McLennan coming off my bench. Not a big deal. So I got receivers, but you want to think about long yeah. term. And I'm looking at it. So my plan was to trade the fourth and trade with Bacon. I think at number seven and get Judy. The problem was I couldn't get him to answer any text messages. And, you know, by that time, Keevan had already picked him. But I'm not going to reach for him from four. Look, look at the gap there. He went, Keevan picks at nine. I'm picking at four. That's a reach. Not if you want him over the players that's available to me. In my opinion, I don't think it's. Yeah. I don't. I won't think. I, it's I think he would have fell to me. I think he would have fell to me if the first overall pick wasn't CD Lamb. I think I could have got him in the second. My thing about trades and stuff. I know everybody don't know everybody in the league. You know what I mean? So, how can people who's new to the league trade with other people? that hasn't been in the league. You didn't get any offers? I mean, it's just, there's a messenger on there. I I mean, Buddy, I don't know who he is. I think Jets. Jets fan, somebody, always. He offered me Mahomes and his first round pick for Saquon Barkley. I slept on it and I'm like, hmm. That's, that was I a good should, offer. What? Huh? How is that not a good offer? <laughs> It was I same, think, to me, it, it was it was better than your offer. Well, I think that would have left you short at running back, depending on who you have. I don't know who's on your team. I and have... and a lot of the running backs coming out, they're not starting day one starters, and you're losing a day one starter. But you would he would have had his first that. round I, pick I though. Thought about it. That's true, but we're talking about so you draft a replacement. Let's say you draft Jonathan Taylor. Then, then I'll set up for the future. Yeah, I Even mean, though, that's, that's true, but you are losing a big piece. But I do have Patrick Mahomes that's going to play 10 to 12 and more years. Even I know, I've heard you say a great quarterback erases all problems. Erases the boy, he like makeup. <laughs> Cover the blue. That's kind of what I did. I, that's kind of what I did. I, I saw the offer and I'm like, Nick Chubb, he's splitting carries half the time. Who, who knows if he's getting a full workload? Oh yeah, you. I, I made you the got move. over on that. Yeah, he did get over on that. 
I couldn't do it. I, I thought about it. I'm like, man. Well, I was on the clock, and I'm just looking, and I'm like, I don't want these guys. But that being said, I ended up coming in the second round. I text my cousin. He's on the clock. T. Higgins is still on the board. And Adrian I got him? No, I got him. Oh, you did? I thought Adrian got him. Well, I ended up trading Derek Carr. And I got Ronald Jones. And I got T. Higgins. So, it ends up working out. It, there's a lot of trading that goes on. That's kind of the cool, interesting thing is it's, it's kind of like being on the board in the NFL. You got an offer from the Cleveland Browns coming in. You're on the clock. You got a but certain amount that, of time. To me, it, it goes back to, to me, it goes back to messaging and who, I mean, like I said, you said you use messaging, but to me, you're using more than that. You're using people's personal cell phone numbers, calling, texting. Some people don't have that advantage. Yeah, some people don't, but everybody in that league now knows to check their messages. A lot of them didn't know how to use this. The sleeper app's a little hard to navigate if you don't know what you're doing. Now that I know what I'm doing, I kind of know where well, the offer is. you still have an advantage because someone's going to check the text messages before they set, check the, the sleeper app message board. But you're all, I mean, some, That's true. But some people, whoever creates. But as the commissioner. Yeah, you're always going to have an of advantage. Of course, I'm going to know. You're always going to have the advantage. Yeah, because I have. I know everybody. The first in that year, league. at least. Of course, the I first do. year. Yeah. So I think of course it, you it should be, a, it should be a, 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 a even playing field on the on. on how I mean, I, I how, how can you do it? <laughs> There's no possible way. <laughs> I can well, not like answer I said, my phone. <laughs> introduce everybody. Well, like I said, Ryan did start a group text. But it's how many people, how many teams on it? It's a 10 team, but we only got six members in the, in the group text. Well, there's a reason for that. Bacon only has Facebook. And so, how, how can I trade with him? I'll send you his name and you add, <laughs> add him on Facebook. And he's he's real dumb when it comes to trades. Ask, oh, you know, he's in the hey, league. I'll, he's I'll, in the I'll honest wanna... league. Hey, I wanna I don't wanna put him on there because I want him to subscribe to the, <laughs> the podcast so he might listen to this. Hey, so it's I, okay. I wanna say that he's dumb. Hey, he, I've known him for a long time. He'll he'll watch it and he'll laugh with us. But he's in the honest league. He was the one that traded me Le'Veon Bell last year. He's dumb when it comes Joey to Joey Boom. Joey Boom Boom Bots, whatever his name is these days. Tommy Egan. He's Tommy Egan one week. <laughs> he was Trump. He Jose. was Trump for months. He's Sean Trump. We're giving him all the shout outs he needs right now on the podcast. Yeah, he's definitely going to listen to this one. Man. Make sure he subscribe Joey and listen. Joey Boom Boom Bots. We'll have, to, we'll have to send it to him. Maybe we'll have him on here. Guest appearance one day. I'm going to send a trade to him. So, so this, this 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 is all three of us our first time dynasty league. So dynasty league, you don't want to get you know how you redraft. You can do several leagues of that. You don't want to do that in a, in a dynasty league, do you? A redraft? No, have have a whole bunch of leagues in dynasty. Would you want to do that? Uh, well, the one guy in there, uh, his name is Baker, and we'll just say asterisk. Um, 
he runs his own league and he does a total in 12 dynasty leagues. 12 dynasty? I don't know how he does it. He, he told me the amount of money he spends in fantasy. And I was amazed. Just keep that in mind when you're trading because some of these guys have been doing this a long time and they know what that quarterback is worth. And that's why I go in that Facebook group. I think you've probably seen it. I posted Jared Stedman's worth and draft picks. Yeah, that, I see your name, but I wouldn't recognize anybody other name from the group. Well, even if so, whenever somebody sends you a trade, you can post it on there. And you kind of know what's fair and what's not. There's so many members on there that you'll find your worth. And over time, we will just know because we've been doing this a while. Just like we we know in fantasy if it's a bad trade or a good trade. Yeah. You and Adrian are known for it. Trading two equal players like Chris Carson and who was it last year? Leonard Fournette. That's an even trade. We all know that. Nobody votes against it because it's even. Well, that's me. On the other hand, some somehow I always end up winning trades. <laughs> like the one year I traded Cam Newton for Allen Robinson, I won a championship off of that. Mm, look at the flex. Yeah, you 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 know you know who to pick. Get the get the the weaker link to trade you. Well, the weaker link that year was Adrian. What? Dang. <laughs> I traded you for I traded you for Allen Robinson and I beat you with Bortles and Allen Robinson. I have to I have to go Man. back and research. But I'm not saying you did, but I'm just saying. But I did well, did you, well you can't you can't really say that if you weaker link if you're in the championship. I mean you beat me in the championship, so I was number two. I was weaker yeah. that I was the weaker yeah, I mean, league that week, but I still was a better but, than the other eight no. managers in that league. But but the funny thing is, I had people commenting. Keevan was on there. He said something. I'm, I'm not sure what, but said Cam Newton for Allen Robinson. Are you stupid? Somebody said that <laughs> because at the moment everybody's like, "Man, Cam Newton, he's he's playing well." But I had Bortles. I had Bortles and career. I had and I had a plan. You know what I'm saying? So it only ended up working for me because I had the right plan to go along the double with points. The, the reason for the trails. What's he doing right now? Clipboard. Playing with the Rams. Clipboard. Waiting for an opportunity. <laughs> so he was he knew he had double points with Bortles and Robinson. That's still a risk, though. That's still a big risk because you're going from a proven... The Jaguars always behind. Well, that's the advantage of only playing for one year and not playing for 10 years. I would never make that trade. But Cam, I mean, but you're talking about Cam Newton, who you're getting the double points by the amount of time they use him as a fullback. Anytime they get in the red zone, he's going straight, right, left, whatever. And he throws the ball. So, I mean... You, you got to look at the trend, though. That year, Bortles and Robinson were on fire yeah, already. Yeah, Bortles mid-season. and it's Jacksonville. And yeah, you only need it for that one season. Yeah, you're right. If they hot, they hot. Go with the hot hand. It's fantasy. You know what I'm saying? This ain't right. Dynasty. Dynasty, you can't really go with the hot hand. I mean, if they're young, sure, you go with that hot hand. But So, Keevan, 
Keevan brought up something. Let's go back and unpack it. Um, He basically brought up the, I guess, the relationship piece. What is your suggestion of fixing that? I mean, is it is it to have like a social, just a social hour on Zoom? Get get all the managers on Zoom just to introduce themselves and get to know everybody. I mean, what what is the option? I'm willing to do that. That's an option. I'm also willing to. He already has some phone numbers. I could put names behind the phone numbers. Um, the only phone number I don't have is the one guy's brother, but I know the guy's brother. I met him once. That was about it. I, I barely. Well, know I mean, this it's too late for um, that for this one. But there's a there's a way to come together and make sure everybody's on the same playing field. It, it's kind of it's like, kind of hard though because of course me being the commissioner, I'm gonna know. Yeah. For the most part, you're always gonna know all ten people, at least the first year. Yeah, it's just like for me right now. I will only trade with Adrian and you because I know y'all. You know what I mean? I would. Why? With because, like I said, to me, it's the access. And there's trust there, for the most part. Yeah, I have access to your line. I, I, I don't have to see I don't... two, three days for what. Waiting for somebody to respond from. A I get message. that. I'm talking. I don't get. I don't agree with the trust part because I know if I give Keevan a bad trade and it's and it's he's gonna take it. Put him. I mean, he's yeah. gonna. You know, he he's I not. He's not it. gonna. He's not gonna not take it because I he knows me. I could counter offer. You know. Well, what no. I mean? What no. What yeah. I'm saying is well, okay. Since since I know you, for. I'm not gonna try to get over him. That's what I'm saying. I think I think everybody tries to get over that, everybody, but you got to do it. You, you can't do it right out in the open and make it look like yeah, you're doing it. I know. I get that, but you got to try to cover it up with some pieces. I mean, if you're trying like, to trade, you just basically send the offers and yeah, you might not have the phone number access. You might not have you get, you, get rid of you might not have all that extra stuff. Plus, if you don't hear anything back and you don't know that Joey bats don't is doesn't even have a phone i get that because then you're just sitting there waiting and this guy's not replying because he hasn't even seen it well and it's (laughs) like this too us being new to dynasty do you think we know the value of certain players in dynasty No. no because would you pay a first round pick early second for jared stedman no no, I wouldn't trade my future for it. No, for but but current, do you, that's not even not even last. But no. do you know he's worth that? No, because you haven't seen it. I he mean, hasn't he, done anything yet. I've seen it because he's a rookie, I man. look at that Facebook. I look. I look at the Facebook group. He's a second year, second year group. Ooh. I look at the Facebook. Where's he at? And I've seen trades trades for an early England. second. So he's New England starter. Bobbin. Correct. Not really, because they said Hoyer could come in and and, and get the start position. I don't think we don't know. I yet. don't think they're gonna. I've seen highlights of this kid. I'm th- I'm honestly thinking of hanging on to him because if he's the next prodigy of Belichick, and somehow and Belichick pulls that, this off, put that on the board. <laughs> he 
You think Stidham gonna start over Brian Hoyer? Oh, I think he will. Well, it don't take much to start but, over Hoyer. But but I I only know the value of these guys because I post it on Facebook and people comment from all across the world and I'm getting the same answers. Late for, late first, early second. That's what he's worth. Yeah, it sounds like Bishop Sankey I, to me. I, and I sent it <laughs> and I sent it to Bacon, Joey Boo Boo Bots, and he declined it. And it sound like uh, what's that quarterback for uh, the Arizona Cardinals got traded year after year? Uh, the one that came from UCLA, uh, Josh Rosen. UCLA? Josh Rosen. Yeah, Rosen. So I, all that hype on Josh Rosen. Well, there's no hype on there's no hype on this guy. He sat under Tom Brady for a whole year. You think he didn't learn anything? We'll see. We will know. It just it's just a totally different <laughs> element of knowing that your team's going to be these guys for the next ten years. I, I I've already yeah I've already admitted that my team. The team that I built and selected myself is a win now team, which I'm I'm cool with that because that's what I'm used to. Because I'm used to that anyway. I'm used to having to win now with what you got. So, I mean, but it's but it's like I, I was saying to you before. There was a dynasty league that a buddy of mine was in, and he showed me his team of people he drafted in the last three years. I think it was mixing. Michael Thomas and uh, Ezekiel Elliott. So just imagine yeah. if you hit on your if you're hitting on your draft oh, picks, yeah. even just hitting on the first round draft picks, you got a chance to be something special. I think I did good on my rookie draft. I'm happy. I I with, real good I'm happy with draft. mine. I got I got some depth, and if if uh. Derrick Henry goes down. I got his backup, so. Yeah, I, I went with Jerry, Julie, Cam Akers, Clay Chapel, and LaVisca Chenault Jr. Oh, yeah, I think I think, uh, those, I think Cam I think Cam Akers long. starts this year. I hope so. Out of Florida State. I, I like the Florida State running backs. I, I did want two quarterbacks on the board, and I'll tell you why. Um... Jordan Love, that's an obvious one. I was going to take him too, but not that early. Yeah. I, early. I, oh, I didn't take him. Um, somebody took him from me. I was waiting another round to wait for him to wrap around, and he didn't make yeah. it. And he didn't make it. Yeah, that was Christina Ricci. Yeah. But. Yeah, I was going to take him. I, I got Aaron Rodgers. So, I mean, dang, I was like, dang. I just had other pieces I needed. I, I needed, like, a running back and a wide receiver. So, I took, I got Mims and T. Higgins, and I didn't have to reach on either one of them. So, I just I passed up on Jordan Love, which it, it'll suck because I think in three seasons, he's going to be something special. I don't know. I hope. I mean, I, don't know. I, don't know. I mean, somebody got to take the job. You know. I don't. I don't like the. I don't like Green Bay's head coach. What? Did, like, what did he do? Offensive coordinator for a good offensive team. No, but they were terrible while he while he was offensive. <laughs> well, I just I just answer what he did. Well, that he didn't do nothing. That's back he to our first job. segment. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
But the other one, he didn't do that. The other one I was looking at was Hertz, and that one's obvious. Carson Wentz cannot stay healthy. Mm. Adrian, Adrian better be thanking his lucky stars they drafted him. That wasn't a bad move. I'm not mad. I I, th- I think Hertz and Sanders together. Ooh, I think we should have paid both, but. I don't think you should pay. He him took us to look, look, look at him now. And that's it. All depends on who you with and what pieces are around. Uh, he I, proved I that. Know. I just I think uh, he's comfortable in Philly. Yeah, he he won it for you, but uh, look at him now. Look where he's at. I mean, he he went he went to the playoffs that next year. I don't know. They, to me, that was built. That was built for now. I think. Now, I think he'll play better with the Bears. To be honest, I think he starts. He's year. about the money that folds, not jingles. I don't. I don't think he's gonna start because just because, and like I said, Trubisky was a high pick. They don't give him every opportunity. Then if he if he mess up, then. Throw well, him they in. already didn't pick up his options, so they were, they're already telling Trubisky him they've given up on him. They, they've basically said that by going to get somebody. It's going to be fun, though, because you, we can go back to this podcast two, three years down the line and see who pans out. I mean, it'll definitely be a... Yeah, we'll, we'll look back and... See, I said something about Jordan Love, and he's the MVP or something, or or he's out of the NFL like Ryan Leaf. Who? You hear about what happened to him? Well, his drinking problem. What happened? Ryan Leaf. He pumps gas. He had a, a domestic violence yeah. against his wife. So that's sad. Well, man. He just. Where's well, Jamarcus Russell? A sad man. Man, hey. probably working at Walmart. If he got any of that first contract, cause he got paid. I don't know. Man. We should uh, we should do a segment one of these days on people out of the NFL that <laughs> could have been something. I like to call it the Trent Lawrence and Phillips segment tailback for Nebraska. Oh. I only know who that yeah, is. Yeah, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll get around to doing that. Any other we'll thoughts? But any last, any no, last comments? I just know it's gonna be it's gonna be real interesting on this dynasty draft. I think there will be a lot of moves in this league, and with the redraft, um, um, I just. Uh, redraft is what it is. It is what it is. Um, you know, there's no keepers in it, so you just redraft everybody from, the, from you know, from the position, the ADP. Yeah, I think. I don't know. It'll be what it. It'll be what it is, and maybe, maybe it's something that Facebook we'll end up is, loving. Yeah. Maybe it's something we'll do for a couple of years, and we're like, this dynasty is not for me. We will see. All right, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Peace. Good night.
Again, thank you for listening to Tote the Mill Podcast along with A.M. Brooks and White Lightning. We hope you enjoyed the show today. We hope that you can continue to support our podcast. If you could, please tell a family member, a co-worker, or a friend about our podcast. Again, please spread the word. Thank you.